Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Tara from Brick House Fitness Studio in Harrison, Arkansas. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to have you here and to learn more about what you have going on over there. But before we dive into that, quick backstory here. What was it that ultimately led to you opening up this fitness studio? Well, I have been in the industry for about 15 years, just teaching classes here and there, little small groups like at Mother's Day Out. Um, I would get some of the moms together and we would just go into a room at the daycare center and work out while our kids were there. Um, That grew into um, teaching for a local gym here in Harrison as a Zumba instructor. And then after that, kind of just, um, it just led to naturally me wanting to kind of own my own place and, and be able to make the decisions. And um, I have 11 other instructors with me. So we teach a wide variety of things and um, it's pretty, pretty awesome to kind of start from just a little tiny group of moms um, to where we are today. I love it. So um, this is something, obviously it means a lot to you. Um, And for our listeners, what I would love for you to do here is just give us your elevator pitch of Brick House Fitness Studio. Tell us who you are, what services you have to provide really paint a picture for us so that we thoroughly understand your business model as we move forward in this conversation. Absolutely. Um, We are a group fitness studio. So we have classes going from 5.45 a.m. all the way to 7.30 p.m., um, six to eight a day, just depending on the day. Um, We have what we, what we hope to have is a class for everyone, that everybody can come and it feel like they are actually enjoying themselves and not just making themselves show up for exercise. Um, and really, essentially, it's, it's personal training in a group setting. You come in, you don't have to think about anything. Your instructor has got you. They've got the class laid out um, and they're going to guide you through it. So what's fantastic about that type of model is you don't have to go into a gym not knowing really what you're doing and you see all these um, exercise machines and you're like oh gosh I don't have a plan I don't I don't know what to do um, so the beauty of the group fitness um, studio is that we've got it for you so you just come in and take class absolutely yeah that's spot on um, and so for so many people like it's impossible for them to go into a normal gym and figure out what to do. Like they just don't have the motivation or they've never learned what to do. Yeah, and so it can be really overwhelming too. I mean, yeah, you see of all course. this stuff and you're like, gosh, where do I start? I mean, if you don't know what you're doing, you don't have a plan and most people don't unless they're in this field. And so, yeah. Yeah, it's also really intimidating as well um, to see a lot of other people in the facility like already knowing what they're doing and yeah. feel like you, you don't really fit in. Um, so I, I completely get that. I love what you're doing. So you're you're doing primarily classes. Do you guys have any personal training in the facility at all? We do. I um, do personal training and then there's one other instructor that also does it. 
So we have okay. a little bit. Um, it's We don't have it like running all day long. We just have a few here and there that prefer the personal training. And a lot of times their goal is um, they just don't feel comfortable in the class yet. Even though we tell them, you know, you would do great. We have all fitness levels, but it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a confidence thing. So um, many of them come in wanting personal training with the goal of getting into class later. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's a great point. And I think um, it's really good for our clients when we do offer personal training for that reason, right? Maybe they don't feel quite comfortable making it into the class yet, or maybe they have a super specific goal. They're getting ready for a wedding. They want to really tone up a specific area or whatever it might be. Um, if we offer personal training, it gives them a more direct approach. And right. that's really great for our clients. And if we look at business, obviously it's pretty good for business too, because we're bringing in more revenue than we would from a normal kind of class membership. Um, yes. Is your personal training program something that you would ever look at expanding or are you kind of always hoping to just keep it on the DL, a few clients here and there? Um, I think once my kids get older and can drive themselves <laughs> to their, their um, activities that they do, it's right. something that I would look at for me, myself expanding. I mean, other uh, instructors are certainly welcome to do it if they get their certification and want to want to do that. Absolutely. Um, for me, it's just an availability thing right now. I have three sons and they all do all the things. And so um, I have to fit my people in, you know, very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Being a mom definitely takes precedence over that. Um, and let me ask you, like, for your trainers, for example, if they wanted to train clients in your facility, how would the business make money from that? Are they paying you, like, a rent? Do they have to give you a percentage of what they're making? Or how does that exactly work? Um, I just ask for 20%. Okay. Um, which I think, you know, is pretty fair. So yeah, I, I want them to be able to keep that as, as much as possible. But of course we still have to, you know, we have utilities and this and that cost to have people in here. So, um, so yeah, 20% is usually. Okay. So you're still making something off of that. And what I like about the fact that you're charging 20% is instead of saying like, Hey, this is your base rent. Um, you're going to make money off of each client that they're bringing in. So sometimes if we have like a, some people are paying like, a, we call it like barbershop model, essentially, where yeah. they pay yeah. like a booth fee and then um, they could have like 30 clients and you're only making like your $300 or something. Um, it's not yeah. the best model for the business. So I like what you're doing there. Um, let me ask you now, um, if we look at the group fitness side of things, how many clients do you guys have in, in that side? Um, right now we are sitting right at about 75. So we are small, but we're in a small town. So our population here is 15,000. So I don't foresee us ever getting just really big. Um, when we opened, we were, a little bigger we were anywhere from 120 to about 100 and, well yeah about sitting right, right around about 120 when we opened but now we're post-covid about 75 is what we got 
yeah, COVID hit everybody hard, obviously, and in different ways. Um, and it sounds like you're really, you know, still trying to rise up from that and get back to those pre-COVID numbers. So let's talk about that a little bit. You have 75 clients right now. What are you doing to actively aid that growth process to find new clients and get back to those pre-COVID numbers? Um, with being such a small area, word of mouth has really been, and just referrals. Um, the people that we've had coming in that are new in the last six months or so have all said, I hear great things about you, or my friend so-and-so takes class here and loves it. So, um, Definitely word of mouth, um, you know, Facebook ads have really done well for us. I know it's kind of crazy and it's simple and, you know, we're not spending just a whole lot of money on marketing, but um, we do some marketing, some social media marketing. Um, but yeah, I think really just word of mouth. I mean, word gets around in a small town. Yeah, no, for sure. I think every business owner really likes word of mouth because it's free. Um, yeah. so if we can have word of mouth and grow our business, why not? But when we look at kind of, um, scalability here, we look at, um, being able to predict our growth. It's hard with word of mouth because we can't predict the speed at which people are going to go talk about us. Sure. Um, and that makes things a little bit difficult um, because we can't say, hey, by the end of 2022, we're going to hit 100 clients because we really right. don't. And so that's why we have to always supplement our word of mouth with other things. It sounds like you've tried the Facebook ads a little bit. So talk to me about that. Um, is it something that you have ongoing? Do you do the ads here and there? Uh, talk to me about your experience a little bit. Um, if we're running a special, so sometimes we have introductory offers or um, I try to do summer specials for, um, we get a lot of teachers that are out of school in the summer that really want to try to find time during the school year, but it's hard for them for whatever reason. Um, in the summer, we always seem to get them back. And so um, we push those specials a lot. So usually if we're sponsoring an ad on social media, it's because we've got a special going or, um, you know, bring a friend and get so much off your month or certain things like that. Okay. So when you're running the ads on Facebook, is it an ad campaign or are you guys boosting the, like boosting a, po a post, a video, a picture, et cetera? We will boost um, on occasion. I haven't in a while. Um, something I probably should get back to doing because it did seem to work. Honestly, um, honestly, like boosting is like, it's hard because when you boost, you don't have that guaranteed, like you're going to reach the targeted audience exactly that right. what you want. When you run an ad campaign on Facebook, that's where it's like, hey, we can get super targeted with this and pull yes. in exactly who we want. And that's why I like that feature a lot. Um, okay. So if you were to, you know, put um, an ad on Facebook, um, you had a special going on, whatever. Um, how many leads would you say that that typically generates for you? Um, oh, that's tough. Cause it kind of just varies, um, yeah. depending on the special, depending on the time of the year. Um, we see a big uptick when school starts, we've got stay at home moms that are able to come back to class because their kids are in school. Um, so it really kind of just varies. Hmm. Yeah, no, I think that obviously there's going to be ebbs and flows with everything. 
Um, and there's a lot of seasonality in this business too. Yes. Um, okay. What kind of special specials do you run or what kind of specials do you advertise? Um, I did, so for single classes this summer, I did a discount on a single class. Usually they're $10 a class and we did $8 a class. Um, I, what have I done in the past? I know that we've done like a, um, sign up for six months and you'll get, um, like $10 off your month if you, um, commit to the six months for auto draft, things like that. Okay. So just like ways to like kind of incentivize people to want to like sign yeah, up. To stick around. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So um, it sounds like, you know, you've tried a number of things on, you know, the Facebook ads. Let me ask you if you were getting like a pretty high return on investment, would you run your Facebook ads like consistently throughout the year? Um, yeah, I would say if we're getting a return on investment for sure. Yeah. If I, I could measure that a little better too. I think. Yeah. So it's I tricky. It's really, really tricky because initially when we're starting this out and we're figuring out Facebook, I don't know about you, but I'm most definitely not a Facebook expert. Um, and so when we start running ads on Facebook, it's like, how do we track this? How do we know if this is bringing a return on investment? Uh, but when you're able to like, you know, work on it a little bit, figure it out, there is a way to really get a high return on investment from Facebook ads. Um, for us, that's like the number one thing that took us from like a level one to like a level 10. And um, it took a lot of time for us to figure it out, but getting those Facebook ads running was really, really beneficial. Um, and it sounds like you understand that it's beneficial because you're doing it. Uh, I want to ask you another question here and kind of move on because we don't have a ton of time on the podcast and I want to make sure we can touch on a lot of topics. What would you consider to be your biggest business-related bottleneck? And what are you guys actively doing to kind of overcome that in this season of business? Um, well, I think we had a couple of big box gyms that came in. Um, and of course, they're going to be able to offer, you know, $10 a month. And that's just not doable for us. And for starters... People, I think, sometimes don't realize that we're not a gym. We're a fitness studio. You can go into those gyms and you're not going to get the training that you're going to get here. I mean, we're just, it's apples and oranges, you know. Um, we're showing you what to do. Um, but they they see that, the big flashy lights and $10 a month. And so we've lost some people to that um, because I can go over here and I can work out, you know, for $10 a month and oh, free tanning and, you know, this and that. And so um, that's hurt us a little bit. I think just, just the gyms that have come in, we've had two in the last three years, probably. And again, small town. So I'm not even sure that we can support all of that, <laughs> but um, because that's kind of a lot for a little small area. Yeah. So no. I would say just losing, just, losing business to our competition. And it's hard too, because for a lot of people, like they don't understand the difference between, you know, that big box style gym 
and you know you and what you offer at your fitness studio and so it's like what what can we do to really stand out how do we get people to see the value and paying whatever your price is versus the ten dollars per month membership and that's another thing really I feel like we starting out um I had a business partner starting out so it was two of us um she ended up moving so I got it. Um, but I think we underpriced our month unlimited just because people in this area just aren't going to pay what they would pay in a bigger city. I mean, you go to a big city and you're going to pay 20 to $50 a class for something versus here. Um, you know, we really wanted to charge upwards of 50, $75 a month and people just weren't doing it. So I just, I feel like that's another, um, issue that we're always going to a battle that we'll always be fighting is just really getting people to see the value of this. Um, Because personal training, if you add all that up per month, what you would spend on that, I mean, this is still less than that. And essentially the same type of training. Yeah. And for a lot of people like they, that they learn to thrive in that group environment because that's when they you know, be around other people that are going through the same thing, or they can bring their friend. And it's just like, a, it's, it's a completely different atmosphere. And so it's like really hard to kind of get people to see the value. Um, yeah, most definitely. We joke that it's social hour too, especially on Fridays. Our Friday morning classes is just a completely different vibe. People are in here, they're tired because they worked out all week and they come in on a Friday morning and it's really just to see their friends, I think, but that's totally fine with us. Like we're cool with that. Um, cause it's one of the morning ones are on Fridays are, are great. Like they're a popular class. And I'm like, it's just because people want to socialize, but we're okay with that because we're a family here. So no, definitely. I think that's what the community aspect is. What makes group fitness so fun and so special. Um, okay. So my next question for you would be, this is more of a loaded question. Take it as you will. Um, if I were to hand you a magic wand, all your dreams, all your goals for Brickhouse Fitness Studio have come true, what would that picture look like for you? Um, membership would be back up. Um, I mean, if I could double it, that would be fantastic. Um, I would love for uh, us to be able to maybe just expand Um, I have big ideas for like our spin classes and things like that to make them more of like a, what you would get in a bigger city. Um, I think just the funds to be able to do cool stuff, like buy big screen TVs to have behind the instructor. Um, so you can like watch like a music video while you're working out or have something to look at, things like that. Um, so I think just more income doubling our uh, membership um and then yeah and expanding a little bit well I don't really think that that is far-fetched like that's something that all of that is is a real like something that is going to become realistic at some point so what do you feel like is really important for you to focus on as a business owner right now to make that a reality sooner than later um I think I could improve on marketing. Um, I think that there are things that little tweaks that I can make like on 
the business side, like currently we're with mind body. Um, they do, you know, our, our payment processing, but our scheduling and all that, which is really cool. But I know there are other, um, competitors out there that are priced lower that really seem to be doing the same things as that. So I think just like kind of maybe changing around, um, looking at other options, just little small tweaks like that could, um, help with the income, but also just really, um, upping that marketing and, um, trying to get more people in here is really what it comes down to. For sure. And I think that your awareness that, you know, that those are the areas in which, you know, you need to focus on if you want to bring that revenue up is, is really important. Um, always like the, the fact that you're self-aware is, is really good. Um, and I think that that will take you a long way. Uh, this business is tricky and, uh, it takes all of us a lot of tries to figure out what's going to work best for our business. Um, and I'm really excited to see how Brickhouse Fitness Studio is going to evolve over time. What is the Instagram page? Where can our listeners go to find out more information about what you have to offer? Um, our Instagram is just Brickhouse Fitness Studio, all one word. Um, and our Facebook is also Brickhouse Fitness Studio, four words. Easy, easy enough. Easy, yes. All right, cool. Well, I appreciate you being here today. Um, it was really wonderful so hearing much. about your studio. I love talking to group fitness. Um, and listeners, we thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, follow the link in the description. We'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Steve Carter with Drive365 Fitness. Steve, what is going on? How are you doing today? Happy Tuesday. Yeah, I'm great, man. Sorry, we had a little bit of technical difficulties earlier here, but uh, we're all up and running. And we're- talk about our gym and personal yeah. so thanks for having me here today. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you being here. Excited to have you on. And and you know, Steve, we want to obviously dive right into everything here, but first we want to take a step back and give the viewers a little perspective. So if you can, in your own words, Steve, how would you describe Drive365 Fitness and what you guys do? Well, the Drive365 Fitness, um, essentially we started on one company, specializing in one-on-one personal cater specifically to so we take a look at the whole of our clients coming in we look at their lifestyle um what they're eating how they're sleeping stress levels and we come up with a plan to help them uh have some good management strategies is uh just me coming in my degrees in kinesiology uh i've been personal training since 1998 and 
you know, it's, uh, it's kind of one of those things that's kind of in a progressive way. It's kind of into something special. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I appreciate the description there, Steve. And so we'll start with the bare bones basics here. I mean, how many members are you serving currently? Uh, give or take, depending on our on one model. Um, we do do corporate wellness as well. So in our three different corporate wellness places and, uh, you know, they're somewhere between 80 to 150 and about 90 to 100 uh, percent. We also do uh, like specific agility, acceleration and deceleration uh, for kids uh, in sport. And typically there's some around 60 kids that we have going through. Awesome. Awesome. And so for you guys, Steve, I mean, what's been the best method of getting new people through the door? Uh, well, I mean, like everyone, I think with COVID, it really for a lot of uh, business owners. Uh, for us, I mean, obviously, into our community, you know, giving back, we've been a lot of community service, just showing up at events. Um, you know, uh, your, your, your best uh, area is your clients have in on, on those specific clients, friends, area. typically with executives, it's also led to quite a bit of corporate contracts as well too, maybe uh, owners of businesses or have friends who are in need of their clients. And with us, in our, we are a gym, but we also have, um, it's kind of an elaborate with, we have a registered clinical counselor. So especially with a lot of our weight loss, um, you know, the, the core root of the issues, maybe why they got there and what's going on rather than going to a cyclical cycle of uh, losing weight, gaining weight. Um, overall, that sort of gap between physical and mental uh, health. We also have uh, three nutritionists on board with us as well, too, along with our coaches. So that really helps with the development of kind of, you know, being able to provide a lot. Uh, one of our nutritionists, he's capable of blood work. Um, also has a very strong understanding of the setting of, you know, what the patients and how that affects the food that they are eating to, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And, and, and so I know you said earlier that you're kind of in that at 200 member mark. Is that correct? 200 around that mark? Yeah, I would say somewhere around that mark. Yeah. Okay. And so let's say this, let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things were hypothetically unlimited. I mean, how much higher could you go from there? Uh, I think, you know, it really depends. Like for us, the last uh, year and a half, Steve, you, you there, Steve? You're uh, it's very spotty. Um, hold on, go ahead. Uh, you, you, the camera, the camera wasn't even moving. So here, you're back. Let me see. Yeah, uh, still a little, uh, pretty spotty. Um, before I, I was hearing everything you were saying, cry, but the camera still stopped. But now it's the camera yeah. stopping. And, and... Hmm. 
Jeez, I, I don't even, I can't even hear you at this point. I don't know if you're talking at all, Steve. Um, I can see the camera moving a little bit though. Um, okay, I, I can hear you trying to speak, but it, I'm, I'm t- Steve, it sounds like, like. Uh, here, here's Steve. I'm sorry. I, I honestly, I see. Could you mind talking in the chat? Because I honestly, I can't even make out what's um. Let's see. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can hear what I'm saying, but um, I'll, I'm going to just type it in here. Go ahead, speak back again, Steve, if you can. Yeah, I, I could even show you the recording when when I do because this. I'm looking yeah so if it, if i mean if it is an issue on my end then it's just the audio is just not coming out clearly i, I can I, I just wouldn't want to let me try this can can you hear oh, me there here? we go there we go that is freaking perfect. okay i'll just stand up and be here if that's what <laughs> that is yep. the, the best i've heard this entire podcast all right okay perfect, perfect. i'll stay right here then i'll have them at, i'll have them edit out that part so um, to continue where you were, um, so to basically, if, if leads, traffic, clients, all these things were unlimited here. I mean, hypothetically speaking, of course, how much higher can you go from that 200 mark? Well, I believe quite a bit more. I mean, as far as we're at, we're kind of just touching the surface of where we're at as a business, uh, kind of finding our identity within our community, being that we're not enfranchised. Um, it's it's really been, you know, kind of working through those things as well, as far as like getting the word out of who you are and, and what your sort of aim and objectives are. So that's been really fantastic. Um, we're kind of moving towards that next step. Like we have kinesiologists on, uh, which also take on in Canada, we have like, if you're involved in a motor vehicle accident, um, allow you to, so we've brought that division on in the last sort of six months and kind of been slowly growing that out as well. But I feel, you know, I think like comfortably, I think between kind of our divisions of corporate wellness and one-on-one training that we could bring that into that sort of 400 to 500 person mark i think it's absolutely obtainable and it's just it's just a matter of uh you know getting out there and and getting the word out and you know getting some aggressive marketing uh because we do have some pretty hands-on quality experience coaches and we're getting a lot of results as far as uh the people who are coming in and we're getting a lot of sort of video testimonials so for us those have been very strong uh you know people giving kind of impact statements as far as how we've made change you know like i touched on earlier about the mental and the physical health and uh people really like the fact that we're looking at the whole person rather than just like hey come in here we're gonna pound some reps out and it, like any business owner we're gonna look at the you know the very fine details of what we can do to help our client get through whatever they're getting need to get through to obtain those results that they need and to be in a happy and good place about it yeah yeah, I think that's a great point. I think that's a great point. And I think the fact that, I mean, I, I think it's amazing. You, you know, you, people would see 200 clients and be like, wow, like, I mean, how much higher can you go? But you're already talking about doubling it. So uh, definitely, um, I love the ambition here. And I, I think uh, it's something that you'll definitely achieve here, Steve. And again, nothing gets better than testimonials, right? I mean, the proof is yeah. in the pudding. And if they can come out and speak well on you guys, it's only going to bring dividends, right? And that's obviously referrals. Yeah, and it- 
in an age of social media, like I said, like I've been, I've been training for quite some time. So in an age of social media, those video impact statements are very important. Uh, yeah. I find as far as like, it's not, it's not, what can I tell you? Like, Oh, I can use car sales me and tell you how it's going to be the best thing for you to come here. But it's, it's great for people to actually be able to see, okay, this is what the facility looks like. This is what the process looks like. This is what the outcome could look like. And it's creating that, that vision and dream for them of, you know, what they're wanting and wanting to achieve. Because typically when people contact coaches, they're looking for a life altering moment or change in life of what they're currently rolling with at that point in their life. So I think, you know, being like a good platform for them and, and let, you know, with the visual conceptualize of what it could look like and how it's impacted others is very powerful. I think the age of just like, you know, regular testimonials on paper is kind of done personally. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Couldn't agree with you anymore there, Steve. And so um, last two questions for you, Steve, my two favorite questions, you know, what's the bigger picture for you long-term? What are you trying to accomplish with uh, Drive365 Fitness? Uh, I mean, big picture wise is we want to be able to connect with as many people who want help as possible. So, I mean, that may look like, you know, bridging into maybe some small group of two to three people at a time, just to be a, maybe a little bit more of an affordable price point. Uh, you know, it's stuff that we sample with, but at the same time, you don't want to be a jack of all trades. And um, to do that is making sure you have like a sound system. That could be possibly something that we, we do dive into. However, like right now, I, I really enjoy um, our process, like our onboarding of our clients, expectation, we go through FMS screens, um, you know, we do a detailed sort of log of what they want to do physically, uh, nutritionally, also go on to kind of sleep, uh, you know, corrections and stuff like that as well, too, because a lot of people just you know, they've never really been taught what, what, what healthy lifestyle looks like. So for me, I mean, like big picture really has to do with just a lot more education, a lot more education within our community, uh, getting involved in more sort of sporting events with local sport organizations and uh, dealing with kind of like uh, older clientele and demographic, even such as far as like keeping people mobile and pain-free as long as possible. So I think, you know, the, the key to that is a lot of seminars, I think is definitely going to be one thing, exposure. And then that's great for business owners as well, because it's, you know, hey, I'm putting on this seminar here. This is what we're about. This is kind of our philosophy. Uh, if that kind of aligns with where you're at or something that speaks to you, then, you know, maybe there's an opportunity for business there as well too in growth. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That is awesome. You're in the business of helping people truly. I can see that. Yeah, and, no, uh, absolutely, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, so. last question for you here, my favorite question of the day. And it's basically, you know, Steve, you have a lot of skin in the game here. So if you could go back in time to when you first started the gym, yeah. get yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you? Oh, that's a great, I mean, like being able to look back, I mean, one, having a great support network. I'm lucky that I'm business partners with my wife. Um, she's the registered clinical counselor. Um, having a good soundboard and someone to help you through those times when maybe you're second guessing yourself is a huge plus. Um, I also believe that systems are everything. So if you think, you know, I'm just going to come in, I'm going to train people, and this is all going to come together. No, like this is a business. It's a fitness business. Right. And for me, like coming into this, I never had any business experience. I had tons from 
playing professional sport and being on like, you know, being on a national track and field team, um, you know, and then having that opportunity to be in all these different locker rooms and learn from great people. Uh, but I didn't have that business experience. So I think like if, if you're actually opening up to be a fitness business is really one, we'd be reaching out and getting a business coach immediately um, would be, you know, making sure you're on point. So you're not running into any issues with taxes as far as with governments, uh, you know, making sure you have enough money. A lot of people think, well, oh, there's all this money is mine. Well, no, there's certain allotments and where you need to put your money and how much needs to be reinvested in your business to be able to grow your business. Um, and, and ultimately, when's that sort of point of when you're now a sole proprietorship of a one coach coaching people to make that jump into expanding out and bringing other coaches on? And how do you do that? Right. So I think that's going to look different for a lot of different people. But for me, those are some of like the major obstacles that I had to overcome at an early stage um, and being able to let go of the reins and, and, and learn how to be a leader. Right. And I think that's, you know, when you when it's your business, you have to be the leader of the business. And that sometimes doesn't look like you being on the floor all the time. But that could look like you. I mean, for me, especially my role here at Drive now is making sure that our coaches are educated. Um, you know, they have the appropriate training. They're following our philosophy. Um, you know, they're, they're on point of what they should be doing. And that comes down to follow up and, and watching what they're doing on the floor and answering those questions, having lots of team meetings as far as, uh, you know, how, how do we want to progress forward? I'm running into obstacles with this client. What would you think? And I think that really comes down to creating an environment where people can ask for help rather than like, well, you should know it, right? No, it's like, hey, you know, you can only know so much. And this is why you're surrounded by a good group of coaches that can kind of group together and come up with good results for clients and at the end of the day it's betterment for the coach it's betterment for the client it's betterment for the business and that's ultimately how you're going to grow and develop your business there we go steve that was a mic drop of an answer i'll tell you that it's a good <laughs> place to wrap things up on this episode but before we sure. sign out steve i mean please any social media facebook instagram website that you have where can people find out more about you and drive 365 fitness yeah, no, absolutely. You can add me. My, my personal uh, Facebook is Steve Carter, uh, and you'll see Drive all over it. Um, our, our business is Drive 365 Fitness and Health uh, for Facebook, and Instagram is Drive 365 Fitness. You can see the common trend going on here. We're located in South Surrey in British Columbia, Canada. Um, and then for any business owners out there, feel free to reach out to us if you have questions or you want to you know, like work on some collaborations. We're open to, you know, just making it better. So I think it's great as, as a community that we band together, especially in some tougher times with, you know, coming up the pandemic and just the way that the economy is going right now, uh, come up with creative ways to be successful as a whole in this community and be able to help as many people as possible. There we go, Steve. There we go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds here, Steve, I just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I would appreciate it. Just yeah, going to no sign worries. everybody else out over here. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, partner. Awesome. Yep. No problem. Yep. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. 
Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, Gym Lords? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. My name is Bree. I will be your host today, and I'm here with Chris from Personally Fit in Longview, Texas. What's up, Chris? How are you today? I'm doing great. How about you? Doing well. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I appreciate it. You bet. All right. So let's jump right into the details here. How did you get started? What is it that made you want to own your own gym? Uh, back in the nineties, I started, I was working as a physical therapist in a uh, PT clinic and most of our clients that we saw, it was an orthopedic clinic. And most of the clients that we saw at that time were coming in with back knee, just joint deterioration. And most of our clients were really overweight. And so we started a little program there to help them with nutrition and weight loss And I kind of took on that role and got my certification as a personal trainer and started doing some private personal training sessions after hours at that clinic. And I had some really good success with a a couple of ladies and they started referring people and it just kind of got to be a a big referral for me. And I I really couldn't do both anymore. And so I started kind of doing part-time personal training and part-time physical therapy. And after about six months of that, I decided to kind of take the, the faith of leap into my own business. And, and I've kind of been doing that ever since. Awesome. Okay. I love that. So started in, um, more of the, the physical therapy side of things and then transferred into the fitness side of things. Saw some really great results with that. And that's what sparked it all and, and brought you to where you are today. Awesome. So Walk us through what your business model looks like currently. Are you doing group classes, semi-privates, one-on-ones? Kind of walk us through the layout, the structure you have in your facility. Yeah, so we are we are located inside of a, a huge physical therapy kind of fitness center clinic. And so my staff, I have a, a staff of nine personal trainers and myself. And we see roughly a thousand sessions a month of just one-on-one personal training. And we get, we get some people that come out of the rehab or physical therapy clinic that just kind of continue on their therapy with us. And we see them for personal training, but 90% of what we see now is weight loss and just general fitness, trying to help Mm -hmm. people with healthier lifestyle, general fitness. So we offer nutrition programs. I'm also a certified nutritionist. And so we do nutrition programs, we have an app that we use for that. Uh, so people can download their menus or grocery lists. We put their calories on their farm and meet with them once a week and just hold them accountable to that. We do 
group fitness classes. We have a program called tribal fitness here that we offer, I think it's 14 classes a week and people can sign up for just a monthly fee and come to any of those class times. And that class I've been doing that program for about 12 years now. And it has anywhere from 60 to 80 people in it. Most of the time we try to keep it right around that number. We don't want it to get much bigger than 80 uh, because that starts kind of filling up our rooms. So we keep that manageable. Um, those clients get access to our nutrition as well. And then we do small group fitness where we just have clients like four or five groups, like uh, companies we do, we call it corporate small group where companies can put in some of their employees and do like lunch and learns and, and come in and do fitness programs and stuff like that through our facility. Okay. All right. So uh, a few different offerings there within the facility itself. Um, And how many clients or members are you currently serving overall? So we service usually about 160 to 175 personal training clients. And then we have 60, I think 67 right now in our tribal program. And usually we kind of max it out at about 80 because if we get much more than that, our, our group fitness classes start to get a little too big or too full. Um, so we try to manage that between that 65 and 80 range. Um, and then small group just depends on what, what our availability is and then how many people they have. Got it. Okay. And how large is your facility? How many square feet are you working with? Uh, It's like 36,000 square foot. Okay. Yeah. That's overall the entire place? Yes. Okay. And we have access to all of the facility. Okay. So what do you, what amount of space do you typically use as training floor space? Mm, probably 25,000 square foot of that. I mean, it's a huge facility with tons of gym equipment. So we just, we're all over the place in it, actually. There's trainers in every corner usually. Yeah. Okay. And then, so as far as the group classes, you limit them at how many people per class? So we, we offer that program to where they can come unlimited times a week. So we have like a 5.15 a.m. class, a 8.15 a.m. class, a noon, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday at, at um, 4.30 and 5.30. So if you sign up for that boot camp program or tribal program, you can attend to any of those class times. But we usually keep about 65 to 80 paying members. They just pay a monthly fee to come into that program. And that that keeps our classes kind of manageable where we're let, the, the room that we do our program in can hold about 22, 23 people pretty comfortable. Okay. And so our class classes never get much more than like 20 in them. And once we start getting around 20, we start kind of not letting anybody else sign up and just create a waiting list, which is a good thing because people think, oh, I want to go on the waiting list. Um, and that that keeps us kind of manageable. And I feel like we do a safer program that way. And it's not just all about cramming everybody in doing you know, a bunch of volume and, and no results really. Got it. Okay. So are you in a place right now where you're looking to add to your membership or are you maxed out? So we are, we do add to our membership and our personal training. We still have some openings for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, I just hired a new trainer that is actually taking people now and he's been with me for about a month and he's up to about 30 hours a week of personal training. So he can still take on about eight to 10 more hours. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
other than that, most of my staff stays pretty full. Most of my staff has been with me now 10 years plus. I've got one guy that's been with me for 19 years and the other one's been with me 17 years. And like those guys schedules are, they stay full all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a couple of ladies that have been with me about 12 years and they both stay pretty full all the time. I mean, we have just a few spots here and there, but if I add anybody else, it'll be because I have to hire a new employee again. So we're pretty, pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, multiple ways to grow a business. We can obviously right. get more clients. We can get the clients that we have to pay more by providing them higher levels of service. And then right. we can keep our clients longer. Right. So three different areas there. We all know it's much cheaper to keep a client than it is to acquire a new one. So you've had quite a few clients. It sounds like for an extended period of time, much, much longer than the industry average, which is three to six months. So what do you think is something that really has played into those long-term memberships? How have you kept those people for, for that long? I think more than anything for us, like we really try to base our, we base our philosophy or our, our programs off of results. So Mm -hmm. we do, we do a little check-in with everybody every four weeks. And we have a little form that I created several years ago. And within that form, basically it's kind of like a, they critique us and then we critique them on how their performance has been for a month. So it's kind of a really open dialogue communication takes about 15, 20 minutes, but it really keeps a, um, it keeps your clients accountable, but it keeps your trainer accountable to your clients. And we've just really made it about the client and that we're really there for them. So it's more just about customer service than anything else. And we've done that and we've really maximized that, that relationship with our clients. And if they leave us and go try something else that's cheaper or, you know, they think is going to be a, a better thing they usually come back because they're not getting that same customer service mm-hmm. um, and we do a lot of other things to them just little things we'll send them you know gift cards in the mail just thank you cards just different we do all kind of little things for them just and we have systems built for that where we send out you know a third of my clientele will send a free car wash and then the next third the next quarter the next third that so we're always kind of giving them things just appreciation things uh, just little things like that, little touches of customer service, I think has really helped that mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the big piece there, accountability on both sides, right? Accountability yeah. within the client base, that, but then also accountability for trainers and coaches as well. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and our trainers, you know, we we do a really good job here, I think, of preaching the same message, you know, in some of the facilities I've, I've been in in the past or worked in the past, you would have four or five different trainers and everybody was doing something just a little bit different, but we have a really solid message that we give as far as, you know, fundamental meals, basic nutrition, not just crazy dieting, stuff like that. So we, we really try to teach the same message. I think we've done that. We've created a really good relationship with a lot of our physicians here. So we get a lot of physicians referring us clients for our weight loss and just for nutrition. And that's kind of been our add on. So if our clients come in now and they just do new, they just want to do, Uh, personal training with us you know we basically are like hey that's a real small percentage of what's going to get you results your results are really going to come from your nutrition so that's another upsell for them so most of those clients can go into and buy a service that we offer for our nutrition that they can download their meals on their phones and then just pay us a monthly fee to have that app on their phone and use that program Mm -hmm. yeah and that's a really good point there um it's like having 
different layers to the cake essentially right it's like their membership right. is just one level you know and it's like right. they start working out and then this happens very often naturally within the industry it's like you start working out and then there are other things that you typically need and or want to buy that coordinate with your training and your lifestyle and a lot of gym owners kind of get in their own heads about upselling and providing different levels of service whether it be they don't think people will buy it or they don't think that their clients want it or need it and it holds them back from one other streams of revenue for the business and two providing a higher level service and better results for their clients right yeah, most people are going to deal with people that they know and like and trust. And so if they're already working with you in one area and they like you and they're having success, if you recommend a supplement or something to them that they're that you offer, they're probably going to buy from you. Right. And not somebody else. Absolutely. And that's something that's overlooked very, very often is that your greatest source of revenue are your current clients. Correct. Because the people that have purchased from you in the past are far more likely to purchase from you again than somebody random off the street, right? right? But people don't really think of it like that. So that's no, a, a really good- chasing a, a new customer. Right, <laughs> but sometimes exactly. your biggest nest is within your own group. Exactly, right. And then those things that you're providing, those extra levels of service, the more value within the membership- always leads to better results and then always leads to better retention as well, right? So it's like, if we can keep multiple things under the same roof, provide a high level of service, get the results that the clients are looking for, we can keep them longer, which plugs a hole in the bucket because a lot of gyms get into situations where they're constantly bringing people in on the front end, but losing the same amount of people out the back door on a monthly basis. And then they get to a point where their, their membership is really stagnant and they can't break through that to get to the next level. Yeah. And we really work on, on not losing them out the back end. That's, Uh that's a big thing is we try to, we try to open the funnel in the front, but close it in the back for sure. Right. Absolutely. That's how you, that's how you grow. Yeah. So um, now how do you structure your membership? Um, I think you mentioned you're doing, packages is that correct or did I make that up no we do we offer three different we offer three programs or three packages for our personal training clients Mm -hmm. so they can purchase 12 sessions 24 or 50 and then they obviously get a little bit of a discount for the more that they purchase and we offer for them to be able to pay in full in thirds or monthly and we require them to pay for a month in in advance so all of our payments are paid in advance me, and that's another thing that we've used for years for accountability. So if somebody's already paid for 10 sessions for a month and they've already given you, you know, $700, they're probably going to show up for those sessions. They're not going to just quit. Um, right. And if you can ever get them to come in for three or four weeks and start feeling better and seeing results, they're not, they're going to be more apt to stay with you. Um, if you, when I was young and starting this business, I did the reverse. I would, you know, let them do like 10 sessions and then pay. And I felt like I was always chasing money. And so now that we do it auto draft, we just auto draft it up front. We have them do an agreement when we do their initial consult, they sign on to, you know, our 50 session package. And then they know that it's going to be, you know, seven, $800 a month. They do that and give us their debit or credit card and we put it in our system. And, and that's basically how we do it now. And that works a whole lot, a whole lot better for us. 
Right. Absolutely. People who pay, pay attention. Yeah. Right. It's like, if you're financially invested in something, chances are you're actually going to show up uh, and then you're actually going to get the results that you're looking for. And that's a big thing. Uh, A lot of gym owners do the opposite. Like you said, you know, it's like a lot of times they're bringing people in on a low barrier offer, um, whether that be free sessions or um, a free week or, you know, whatever it might be. And then the conversion rate really isn't good, right? It's like the people really aren't showing up. They're really not converting into long-term memberships. They're not sticking around. It's because they're not invested. Yeah. And and usually those people are not going to be your, they're not going to be our clients. The people that are going to want to come in on those freebies or, you know, free stuff through that. They're not going to, that's not really who my customer is. So that's not who we seek out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's just important to keep in mind that, you know, one people will pay for it, right? It's really hard sometimes to get out of your own way and not decide for your potential client, you know, not put your own beliefs around money onto somebody else and let that affect your business. Cause that happens very often. You know, it's like, if you think that $700 is a lot of money, you're going to have trouble selling something for $700, right? And If you don't truly believe that your services that you're providing are worth $700, then you're probably not going to sell it, right? But it's so important to keep in mind that the services that you're providing are worth far more than $700, right? Especially when we talk about getting people results and changing their lives, improving their lives, extending their lives. You know, it's something that's so important to keep in mind that kind of gets blurred, I think, along the way a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, that was hard for me when I was first starting out too. I, I didn't like asking for money or big packages because I had those same limiting beliefs where, oh, they're not going to pay that. And I've talked myself out of probably a lot of sales when I was younger doing that. But now we've kind of created a, a really easy sales system within our initial evaluation that's kind of both a real thorough eval for the customer, but it also shows them you know, the value of what they're getting if they sign up with us. And then Mm -hmm. we rarely ever have anybody even question about money anymore. If we do that program, right. If we do that sales presentation correctly. So, right. Yeah, absolutely. That's the important piece. There is building the value on the front end, conveying the value to your potential client, you know, and if they see the value, the money makes sense and they'll find a way they'll find the money, you know, it's never really, Um, people are willing to spend money, you know, and if they see the value in something, they'll find a way to make it work. Yeah. And most people have a little bit of discretionary income that they can use for stuff like this if they choose to. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So now one thing I always really like to ask about is if you could improve one thing within the business at the drop of a hat, basically, what would that be? Um, well, probably not losing any customers, you know, like if we still, if it's still kind of, I take it personal when someone doesn't renew. <laughs> so just any loss of client, I feel like the value to get that client in and get them signed up costs me a lot more money than that. Or being able to keep that customer and keep them happy is a lot less 
money for me as a business owner to keep that person than it is to go find a new one. Mm -hmm. So I really try to keep a high retention and we track all that information, you know, monthly and look at our percentages and what who's going in and out the door and why, if we have someone go on hold. And so if anybody just drops off, you know, I try to find out why that's probably one thing. Any loss is a loss to me for that. Mm -hmm. So do you know what your, um, your attrition is on a monthly basis industry averages 15 percent yeah um, we're, we're way low we're like three percent but whoa. those three percent are still very low and it's because we i mean we're not doing a gym member based facility so ours are still one-on-one most of our business is one-on-one our model and our boot camp classes are where we still lose a few people in our group fitness classes sometimes you know monthly we probably lose more there than we do in our training actually mm-hmm. um and that, that's still a cost for me to try to refill those spots in that personal training group class, you know? So, um, but yeah, so we have a really low attrition rate. I'm, most of our clients have been here with us a long time. I've been in this industry a long time. I've been in here for 22 years and, you know, I've built my business to a certain point and I always used to kind of think you're either growing or you're either going backwards. You know, you're, you're either growing or you're not growing, but I've kind of gotten to a point in my career now where we've really hit some numbers where everything's really comfortable and runs well. And I've tried to go bigger than that before and it doesn't run as smoothly. And now I just try to kind of stay within those parameters where we're at now. And it seems to run really well, provides a great income for me. Um, And it's, we get better results with our clients that way. So it's not, I've changed my philosophy a little bit about that over the few, the last few years as I've gotten a little bit older and that's, uh, that's kind of served us well. And I think it serves our members well. Got it. Okay. Um, so now you've been in the industry for a while now, right? 22 years, you've got a lot of experience. What is one of the most important things? And I'm sure that there are many, but one of the most important things that you've learned throughout your time in ownership within this industry? So probably the the two biggest things that if I was going to tell somebody that was going to do this or starting out is make it about the customer. That's the number one thing. If you do that, you're going to be served well. Uh, Usually those people are going to, they basically have your paycheck in their pocket. You just have to service them to get get it from you or get it from them. And then the other thing is just like, don't, like go, go with whatever you're passionate about and really work to be good at that and not just chase every little dollar sign that you see. So nowadays we have, you know, Instagram ads, Facebook ads, you know, all these different ways to, to market and, and sell your business and it can become a rabbit hole for you and you can spend a lot of money doing it. And I've done it in the past and kind of gotten away from doing that kind of stuff, but just find what works for your niche and what you do and really niche down your services and, and then be good at that and it'll serve you well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And do you now still do any type of paid advertising through any of the platforms? I do not do any right now through any of those platforms. Most of my advertisement is referral marketing. And so I do a couple of calls a week to physician offices here in town because we do, since we're inside of a physical therapy clinic, it just is a good natural stream for me. And I've got a background in physical therapy, so Mm -hmm. we can take, you know, and doctors usually see 40 to 50 patients a day. So if they've got most, you know, we go to see internal medicine doctors and family physicians mostly. And those 
doctors are seeing your clients with diabetes that need weight loss and that need our services basically. And so if we can, you know, go see three or four doctors a week that are seeing 50 patients, they're seeing 150 patients. We really only need about five new customers a month to continue our business basically model that we have. So that usually serves us well because those guys are going to refer, you know, if we keep just going back to those doctors and giving them their information, obviously when one of their clients walks in the door and says, I need to lose weight, I need to do this. Who do you think that doctor is going to give them information about us? Right. They're going to say, well, this personal trainer has been coming here for six years, <laughs> dropping off his information. And he's probably going to, you know, be somebody that you'd want to talk to if you want to have exercise and nutrition. So we've built some relationships that way that really just kind of service our business. So that's mm -hmm. kind of my marketing now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, you're at a point now where you're not looking for a large amount of growth, right? It's right. more of right. just kind of a, a steady kind of trickle, not, yeah. not more. We don't so want to drop off. We don't want any drop off. We just right. want to at least maintain or a slow grow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And in the past, you know, when you were first starting out, it probably wasn't like that. Right. Not at all. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. So in the past I was going down the rabbit hole and spending money on the, you know, newspaper print ads and Facebook ads. And, you know, there was times when I would look back and I would be spending, you know, four or 5,000 bucks a month on just ads that I had no idea if they were working or not, you know, and you right. kind of look back mm -hmm. at that and you're like, man, that just was not real smart. So most of the stuff I do now, I, I really try to track. So if I yep. take a brochure or a business card or whatever I do to a physician, then I leave some way of them. I know that that's where that customer came from. Right. And so we track where it's coming from. And then we always do about every quarter, I'll do a, a mail out to my own customers and we do like a referral competition. And so we may give away a big screen TV or Dallas Cowboy tickets or something like that to our in-house customers if they refer a friend. And, and we'll I've used some literature over the years of, you know, like if you'll send a client that is just like you, that gets results just like you, stuff like that. And they'll want to bring their friends in. We'll do like a free day, bring a friend day or something like that. And we usually get people off of that. And that's always been a real successful thing for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It, it definitely works if you're, you're at this, the place that you're in right now with right. wanting just kind of like that steady trickle, you've got your good base of members. Um, and you're not looking to really expand all that much, right? I just don't want it to get misconstrued to the people that are looking to add 100 members that are in a place where they're not profitable and right. they need people in the doors. Word of mouth, not the best approach for that. Um, Maybe not. No, the, the Facebook ads and things like that can definitely be still trackable and can be beneficial. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can use those. Just have to be smart. You still can go down a rabbit hole and put too much money in them if you're not tracking them well and and right doing well, it the right way. Yeah, and that's where that front end offer comes into play, right? Those low barrier right. offers come into play. Um, that's where you get into the rabbit hole when you're spending four thousand dollars a month and not collecting anything when people are signing up or coming right. in, right? That's the dangerous game to play there. But if you can learn how to track what to look for, how to properly target, how to get a return on ad spend, at least three to one, spend a dollar, get three back. That right. puts you in a positive position to have consistent, reliable, sustainable growth. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
word of mouth and referrals are fantastic because typically the people that come in are high quality prospective clients ready to sign up knowing what it is that you offer um right. but you know it tends to be a little bit slower than yeah. if you can really get a reliable system in place to get people in the doors yeah so and and that's the people that come from referral marketing are obviously going to buy more they're going you're going to have more success selling them right um and another program that I used when I was really first starting out that seemed to really do well for me was, uh, it's called BNI. It's Business Network International. And mm -hmm. it was a one once a week meeting with other business professionals in the community. And they would only allow one personal trainer, one insurance guy. And you basically, there was like 30 to 40 people within that organization. And you would meet and have lunch every week. And you got up and gave a commercial about your business. And those people within that organization helped you build your business. And so that was a really big growth factor for me in the beginning because I had, you know, I was referring people to those businesses as well. That was part of that program. But those people were referring businesses to me. And I got a lot of good contacts and just met a lot of people in the business community that way. Mm -hmm. And those people have ended up continued over the years to refer people to me. So that's a nice, that was a nice, you know, return on my investment. Yeah, I've heard of that before. And those are people yeah. that are all in your area. They are, they are all in your area. Yeah. And they, and you know, and they're all business owners. So they know they're kind of entrepreneurs. They know what it's like for referral. It's just, it's a real business network community, basically. And in our, my, the place that I live is about 80,000 people. Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of a small area. It's not a huge area. So the people that are in businesses that own the businesses in town, once you kind of get to know them, you kind of know the people in the area and you just kind of become part of that community and part of that, that referral resource. Mm -hmm. Got it. All right. So let's talk about social media. Speaking of social media, where can the listeners find you on social media? Well, we are on Facebook and that's probably our main platform that we're on LinkedIn. We're on LinkedIn as well. Um, Facebook and LinkedIn are the two. My Facebook uh, program is connected to my Instagram, but I rarely ever turn on Instagram, but everything I post on my Facebook gets posted on my Instagram page. But most of my, most of my social media is done on a Facebook group. I have a, a Facebook group of about 700 members that, it's just a private group. And then I have, I don't know, I don't know how many members I have on my other, but, or, but we have a, we have a pretty good following on Facebook and we answer, we get customers on Facebook of people. When we post stuff, we're pretty diligent about posting every day on Facebook. And that's always been a good, a good, easy, free source of communication with our clients. Yes, absolutely. All right. Perfect. So Chris from personally fit in Longview, Texas. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. It's been great having you on the show. You bet. Thank you. Absolutely. To all the listeners out there, make sure that you subscribe so that you will be updated on future episodes of the show. In the meantime, keep killing it out there and we will catch you on the flip side. Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.